Welcome to 5 Minutes in the Word. This is your daily podcast of Bible reading and insight into God's Word. We're still in Job chapter 16, verses 6 through 9 in the New International Reader's Version. Job is still the speaker. He is calling his friends miserable comforters. They did not comfort him. They frustrated him with the advice they gave. It reads, If I speak, it doesn't help me. And if I keep quiet, my pain doesn't go away. God has worn me out completely. He has destroyed my whole family. People can see the condition He has put me in. My thin body stands as a witness against me. God is angry with me. He attacks me and tears me up. He grinds his teeth at me. He stares at me as if he were my enemy. Again, this is Job chapter 16, verses 6 through 9 in the New International Reader's Version. And it continues to be Job's answer to Eliphaz. I'll be back to share insights and we'll close with prayer. Hi, this is Hope Scott. I am your host of 5 Minutes in the Word, a daily podcast which spends a few minutes exploring God's Word. Thanks for listening. If you subscribe and follow, you'll know whenever a new episode drops. Also, why don't you drop me a line and let me know what you think of my podcast. Please follow and like 5 Minutes in the Word on Twitter and Facebook. Again, we're looking at Job chapter 16, verses 6 through 9 in the New International Reader's Version. Job in this section is lamenting the rejection by his friends. They've come to comfort him, but their words did not comfort. It showed that they, you know, rejected what Job was feeling. Job's complaint is as bitter as ever, and he does not know whether to just kind of stuff what he's feeling or to vent it, you know, or let it out. Sometimes um, when we're afflicted, we can gain relief by just stuffing our feelings. And sometimes we get relief by just, you know, letting it all out, depending upon the circumstances and who's listening. And, you know, are these people you trust? (laughs) Obviously, Job's friends were judgmental, but Job found help, didn't find help either way. When he vented, his friends told him he was wrong. If he, When they were quiet and silent, they said something was wrong. So Job said he's, his words were not able to bring comfort or strength to him. And we know uh, in some situations, holding things in doesn't help. You have to let it out. And thank God for uh, ears and hearts that are there to, you know, to be... Uh, to help you, to listen to you. And then there are times when you just hold it in and you just have that prayer, prayerful spirit in your heart and you thanking God and you singing, um, you know, um, that this too will pass. Because there's no, I mean, their words can't even explain how you feel. But God reads our heart. God knows our heart anyway. Job attributes his suffering directly to God. He said he is innocent of any wrongdoing. So in his mind, God has no reason to afflict him. 
And this is, of course, contrary to the uh, claims of his friends. His friends interpret his sickness as proof that, Job, you've done something. You are a sinner. His body was worn away with diseases and pain so that he became a perfect skeleton, nothing but skin and bones. His face was furrowed, but not with age, but because of his sickness. His flesh was wasted away with running sore boils so that he was so thin that his bones stuck out. And you can just imagine that picture. His friend said that uh, what happened to Job was a witness against him. That Job, God is displeased with you. That's why all of this is happening to you. So what's happening to you is a witness against you to prove that, yeah, Job, you're wicked. We don't know what it is. You, uh, you know, you're pretending to be all pious, but you've done something. And Bildad went as far as to state that Job's children must have done something wrong. In chapter 8, he says, your children did something that was wrong. It says, your children did things that were wrong because of the things that they did. God punished them. And that's in Job chapter 8, verse 4. Job felt that God had become his enemy. He had become an accuser or an adversary, falsely accusing him. And Job portrays God as a wild animal tearing at him and gnashing or grinding his teeth into him. He sees himself as the object of God's wrath. He pictures God as a savage beast, hunting him down and tearing him apart limb from limb. When we are suffering, it does give us a distorted view of God. And just think about times when you've gone through things and you're wondering, God, where are you? You know, I, and you know, when I'm in those type of situations, it's like, God, I trust you. I, I, I know uh, the old folks say he may not come when you want him, but he's always on time. And sometimes we want him to be before time, <laughs> not just on time, before time. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for your word. As we read uh, about Job and his suffering, knowing God that you will bless him. We pray for those who need you in a special way. We pause right now also to um, honor and in, in remembrance of 9-11, uh, which is today is its 20th year anniversary. Bless the survivors. Bless those who lost. Bless those who are still mourning because there's lots of people who are still mourning that loss. Bless them. Heal their hearts. Comfort their hearts in the name of Jesus. God, so many different things, so many different prayers, so many different needs. You know what they are. You're God. Pray for my uh, son and his wife as they head here from Iowa, as they prepare to make arrangements to lay her mother to rest. And all others who are mourning, God, blessed are those who mourn. You will comfort them. And we thank you for that comfort. In the name of Jesus, amen. Thank you for spending time in God's Word with me. Be blessed.